You're now listening to MTMJ Podcast with the wife. Jezebels. I said, oh, man, okay. The floozies, huh? Jezebels. Jezebels. Really? Hey, you got to live your truth, man. It's the Jezebel. Man, my... my <laughs> My wife just listened to what? this long, nice long video That's so bad, from though. Patricia, Patricia Moore, Willie Moore Jr.'s ex-wife, and you would almost say estranged wife now. They it, didn't sign the paper. It, she said that the pen ain't even hit the paper. It hit my wife heart so bad, she started tearing because the baby was just crying in the background. Well, Need but, some help. I also know, though, that sometimes, like, people use social media oh. or they own their social media to try to, like, garner sympathy. So, I reserve my right to have whatever opinion I'm going to have now and that that opinion could change if any other any other story come out that refutes anything she just said to us. She said a lot. It's just like I man. think it'd be in the best interest of Willie Moore Jr. to not even respond to her. Like, just leave Can it alone, dude. Just let her whatever whatever she's going through internally right now about whatever y'all situation was. Just, just let her have it. <laughs> it, it ain't no she point. She got the body cameras. She talking about she the got body witness. cameras. You know things are bad when you when people start talking about signing NDAs and shit. <laughs> Like non-disclosure agreements, meaning somebody can't talk, and if they get, if they talk, it's they ass, Mister Postman. Oh but Jezebel, <laughs> she Jezebel. made a post for the chick that he been with, wishing her a happy Veterans Day. A <laughs> <laughs> hey, Patricia, the, the top level of petty. Like some of the stuff you see behind the scenes going for an episode be so hilarious though. And then some of the she, stuff like you just get you get tired of being in people's business. But it was just the post though. Because you know how they say, like if you want a <laughs> successful marriage, right, don't let the people in the group chat. Okay. But if if the person that you would expect to start the group chat starts creating the group chat and it's attacking the person that probably should have started the group chat, then that person has to defend himself. And I'm here to watch and see. Because after her little response that was 17 hours ago, I promise you, there will be more. Jezebel! (laughs) That should be the title. (laughs) That should be the title, baby. That should be the title. But not, they've been in a secret relationship since 2008. 2008, as long as they've been married, they've been, man. Like, I had, I had some songs queued up, but after listening, what's the name of that song? Hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished. What's that song? What's the name of it? Meek Mills. No, what's the name of it, though? Uh, House party. You sure? You sure it's house party? Because what I had queued up to play after listening to that, <laughs> no. But anyway, we just gonna start. We gonna start. <laughs> All right, we gonna start. Where we gonna start? And you know what? <laughs> Oh my god, man. I'm sorry, y'all. What? Welcome to episode 120, 129 of the podcast. Yeah, that's what we saw. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, he on Patty. Yes, I am. Real Listen, welcome Patty, because why welcome would to, he? Welcome to, welcome to episode 129 of the podcast. 129. You sure? Hey. Hey, you sure? Hey, let's do the 129 dance. What? Jezebel. It's 128. Hmm? It's 129. It is 129, man. Sound alarm. Sound alarm. Let's go. So we just did 127. <laughs> Molly, let's go. 
129. I got a lot of this. Come on, hey. Come on. Man. Man, enough being petty. Let's get the podcast started. Let's get it turned up. It's 129, baby. We here with the wife. Too much, man. That's what I was like. Wait, what's going on? 
But now nah, you play some Kurt Franklin. The only song he got an actual verse yeah, on. It took, man. Me, it took me 15 minutes to find that song. I kept, I kept saying, like, what what song of Kirk is worldly, worldly and gospel and where he actually say something? He ain't just doing his DJ Khaled. <laughs> My man had bars. All right, I want to get it started. <laughs> you look at me like I'm about to be on some shit. You said you want to get it started. Yeah, I want to get it started. What we starting? What's going on? We're going to start with the fact, because you ain't see the interview, but I saw the interview. I watched that whole hour. What? Jeezy and Neil on. Man, but you heard of his song that he said if he ever get a chance to talk to Neil Long, baby. I spent I spent an hour watching that 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 interview, right? Okay. Which I do think it is responsible for um for Jeezy to do that interview specifically because Neo did what's her name? What's the what's his wife's name? His his ex wife? Jeannie Ma. Yeah, Jeannie Ma did her little interview, and she didn't indulge in anything. She didn't right. give up. Yeah, she didn't give up. She respectfully, she didn't give up any information. She didn't put their family out there. She didn't say anything we didn't already know. And Jeezy did the same thing. They spent the first part of the interview talking about their past traumas because I felt like they were interviewing each other. Then it got to a part where Jeezy was like, "Showing, yeah, I'm a real nigga." And he said, he said, real niggas don't cheat. Who texting me? Oh, well. He said, real, real, real niggas don't cheat. Yep, that's what he said. That's the song he got. Yep. If you listen to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get real niggas don't cheat, Jeezy. But true. I felt like there was a reason why he said it to her. <laughs> Because then he commenced to start dirty macking. Oh my God. It was like they were standing to each other's soul. It's like, so, Neil Long, I feel like you're being guarded. (laughs) I feel like you're being guarded. It's giving Tubi movie. It looked like, it looked like, really? (laughs) You being guarded. And then when, oh, then he took it a step further. When he said, man, when I got arrested, all 10 of us had a million-dollar bond. And I said, I wasn't leaving if my guys wasn't leaving. So it was $10 million that I had to come up with to get us out. If I can remember correctly. That's I don't, song. But I don't think he came up with that $10 million. <laughs> Because I remember that they were letting, letting each person out one by one. But it was like days in between. So that $10 million didn't just pop up. The way he said in that joint, but long story short, <clears throat> homeboy was dirty macking that whole damn video, and Neil Long did try to get him to touch on his past marriage, and boy, he did the real nigga shit. He he deflected like shit. He let that thing, boy. It was like it was like the question that she made went right over her head, and then he posed a question to her about her past situation. <laughs> And I said to myself, I said, look at this nigga. Boy, no, he didn't. <laughs> they sat here and spent a whole hour flirting. An entire hour flirting. And 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 don't get me wrong. Interview was amazing. I think it's always important when you see y'all black people go to black platforms and do these interviews and save that content for us instead of giving it to them. And then they cutting that shit up and making it seem with the way they wanted it the way they wanted to be displayed for views and likes, not thinking about who it affects, the child, the family and all that. So I think that's that's cool. And I also think I I commend Jeezy because he did real nigga shit. But I don't know Jeezy to be anything but a real nigga. So I, I didn't expect anything different. I don't know what I expected by watching that hour, but I'ma tell you he dirty Mac though. He did his thing with the dirty mat. <laughs> What's the dirty mat? What is that? Google it. It's really a thing? Yeah, people dirty mac all the time. What the fuck is dirty mac? Yeah, that's Google. I thought it was some shit you just came up with because you always coming up with something. <laughs> Look at her. 
Let's see what it means. So dirty macking. Someone who messes up your chances with a girl by portraying you as an untrust. No, never mind. <laughs> see, that's why you shouldn't say shit before you find out what it, what it means. What? I knew what dirty macking meant. I don't know why I felt the need to use it in this in this instance. No. I think he's being dishonest about being by real niggas don't cheat. What? Michael, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, is he, is he really womanizing her? He by, just, by... He just was macking. Let him just mack. <laughs> but the, don't say what? Dirty macking. What is that? What? <laughs> Poor little Because they say boy. dirty mack. Using it as a verb, making sexual advances toward a person when you are already involved in a relationship. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right. So let, now let's let's move on. <laughs> so so Joe, there was there was reports that Joe got jumped in the uh, in the club um, last Saturday, right? So if you go to episode 673 of the Joe Button podcast and we know Joe Button tends to like really um <laughs> over exaggerate a story and I mean he's really good at it but in this in this instance he was very clear about what happened he admits to getting punched once he said this is how he said he was in the club he was like ah, 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 ah. he was next to a party that was turning up <laughs> and when you say they turning up they drinking, they they ah and they just ah and a lot, right? So much so that liquor's all over the floor, right? So he notices that his money might be getting a little low, right? So he sees the bar area, I guess where he has to go get the money, but he has to walk through a huge crowd to get to this situation. He sees get midway in the club, and out of his peripheral. He sees somebody with a, a ski mask on, wind back all the way to Florida, <laughs> right? And pow, punch him in the face. So he saw it and it ain't. ain't Man, wild, listen, wild. he got them forty year old reflexes. <laughs> I know. I thought I could shook and move too. When you moving fast, when you, when your mind is moving faster than your actual brain is, I mean, than your actual head is, you know you ain't got it no more. You just like I think there is a cutoff for fighting. It's it's still people who believe in their fifties they can still knock people out. What did you just say? It don't matter. We passed that. See, you should have stopped me in the in the part of the story where I said it. You know, we don't got time for this. You should have stopped me in the part of the story where I said it. <laughs> but I don't understand. If I see that punch coming, I'm gonna do my bestest to punch <laughs> you first. I'm not gonna see my. I'm not gonna see the punch coming, and you gonna tee off, and I don't get the tee off. <laughs> that ain't how it's about to go. So I guess when Joe got hit, boom, he said he heard everybody was like, "Oh shit, somebody just got knocked out," and he looking around to try to see who they talking about, and he's like, "Oh, it's me." <laughs> but he didn't get knocked out apparently. He's like, dude, hit him. And it was just like a you know, it was a young. So it was like boom. Oh my gosh. Here's the thing. Joe has veneers. So his his dream has always been if he got hit to see if they can hold up. <laughs> they held up. But anyway. He said when he got hit once, he looked around to see if there were more people coming. Don't you do it. Oh, he said, he said after he got hit, he looked around to see oh if there were more gosh. people coming. When he noticed there wasn't no one else, he was like, oh, shit, it's about to go down. <laughs> right. That's what he said. I'm only I look, I can only reenact what I heard. So he was like, oh, shit. Yeah, let's go, Lord, nigga. So he get ready to get to going. He go to throw a punch and he falls. <laughs> so he said, if I'm going to fall, little nigga, you going to fall. So he takes him down with him. And that is the truth. 
You never go down alone in a fight. It ain't no point of me falling to the ground and you don't fall to the ground with me. Pulls little young and down. Now he said, no, in the art of war, if you fall and the person you fighting falls on top of you, you will get punched multiple times. So you got to bear hug him. So he bear hugged him. <laughs> so now they are sitting, rolling on the floor. <laughs> Joe says he's about to get free. And he was about to go, ah, ah, ah. And he said, then people came to break the fight up. Throw? This wasn't no fight. <laughs> and that was it. Now, how hilarious does that shit sound? That shit sounds real, though. Or believable. to say it, I know you was dying. Dying. I'm in the gym listening to that shit, I trying. I'm dying. in that joint laughing my ass off Joe in the gym. Joe had to set And you know, in my mind, I'm trying to think, like, how I'm going to react this shit to be just as funny as I heard. And what I just did just now was hilarious. That he, nigga said, I, I know I, he had I, to set the scene. What did he did he give the detailed detail like Yes, he gave what, the detailed detail. What he had on Yes he, he did. He actually <laughs> wore the same thing he had on to the pot. Along here's the kicker. <laughs> so how did I he left out a part of the store. He had on them terrain Ugg slippers. <laughs> <laughs> he called them Ugg boots. But them ain't Ugg boots. Them are Ugg slippers. They keep your feet warm. And they just got they just got just enough grip on them. You know how I know about those same shoes? Because I saw them shoes last year and I was tempted to buy me a pair. Dead ass, I was. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but, man, you get to a point in your life, right? If your reflexes don't react to a punch you can clearly see coming, don't fight. This is it. Your fighting days are long behind you. But the thing with Joe is, Joe, like, I think Joe moves in a way that he forgets who he is. And it's just, like, if you listen to his pause, like, a lot of people don't like Joe. They think Joe's shady and they think he this and he that. I think Joe, 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 he makes good content and it's hilarious. So I listen to it and I think a lot of the stuff it plays on me to be able to use on my own platform. Not, not the stories or not, but... It gives me an idea how you supposed to react on podcasts, things you supposed to say, how you supposed to do things, and make things as professional as you possibly can. Because clearly he's doing it right, because he's profiting off of it, and, and and then he's profiting as a person that isn't signed to nobody. So, but the story was hilarious as shit. But the moral of the story is, and, and Joe finally realizes he can't be. He got it. He he um he is him, and he need to act like he is him. So he ain't got a he can't be out life. here getting caught with a camera phone saying pizza pizza pizza. No, like he need to go on and stop being cheap. Pay you a security, you know, seventy five dollars an hour or whatever you gonna pay him, and make sure he is he is combat ready. <laughs> No, so if you fall, <laughs> he don't wear no Ugg slides. Yeah, make and yeah, and do not let him wear Ugg slides or shoes or anything that say slippers. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. You are him, nigga. Like, don't get caught slipping in the strip club by yourself, though. Literally on top of that, slipping. like by yourself, though. Oh man, you know, and and here's the thing: and that might be your spot, but now you know you got to move a little differently, man. Because that could have went, like he said, that could have went south. He could have got point, point, like in jail. Dude could have got in there with a gun and shot him. Huh? Dude could have stole your chain and then he had your shit on multiple blogs posting your shit. <laughs> he could have took all the money you had that you you cl- you had in your pockets to throw, you know. So. But you said he was running low, so he was going to. He said he still had, yeah, he was running low on ones. Oh, but the actual cash she was going to turn in. Yeah. Got so you. can't be out here I, 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 forgetting who he is, man. But the shit still was funny. <laughs> I swear to God, if I see that punch coming, and, and, and I know I can't react the way I need to, I'm going to at least move. <laughs> yeah, like, at least move. If you can see the punch, you're supposed to be able to block the punch. <laughs> I ain't about to see that goddamn punch. Yeah, ain't no way in hell. 
Yeah, shit don't make sense. Even to if me. you ain't had time to get a stance, sweet hope, pause. Yeah, What's nah, going nah. on here? Nah, nigga, you won't get me today. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, hmm, is that a punch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I left punch. out one part. What? I think he fractured his wrist. Who? Joe. From bed hugging and rolling. Yeah. At some oh, point man. during that fall and slipping, he went down on his on something wrong, and he said he didn't realize Ooh. how bad it was until he woke up the next day, and that same that same finger wasn't moving. So apparently he fractured something. Oh man! He was on the show, like the cover of his. Oh man, Joe. No, the cover of his latest podcast is is him with the uh with the cast on. He got a cast or a, or a brace, a little sling. Sonya, it's a full blown My cast. My man got a full cast. Sonya, it's a full blown cast, baby. You ain't even get a head off and you in a cast. Damn, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga shit, though, Absolutely man. We, not. Our egos be in a way sometimes, man, that we don't even be realizing we are them. Or we are who we like, are. Fucking with these youngins. <laughs> Homeboy probably got up the next day good. <clears throat> Stretch. Going by my business. He, he said he know who it is. Oh. He said he know who did this shit. Wow. That don't make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> and which finger you think that is? It's pointer. Sorry, that's his middle finger. That was- The rest of them fingers balled up in there, but but apparently <laughs> all the fingers balled up, but that one and it didn't look. It literally looked like this finger there. It did look like this. One. It's still hilarious. But whatever, <laughs> Joe goof ass. <laughs> yeah, Joe, 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 funny as shit. That fucking Bengay and icy hat, bruh. Yeah. So kids and gun yeah. safety. How do you fit? Did you watch it? No. Oh shit! Yeah, I I I had started teaching Carl to do this. They tell you though, you should teach your kids how to unload and uh, discharge and reload and be real quick. How do you feel? But about I don't. That's why I'm like when people was like um, some people in the comments. Just like that's why we have the violence we have today. But do you not understand what the, the world white people, <laughs> how old they start training is, and even in China and all that, like they're trained to get their target. <laughs> you yeah. out here, like, got these fools out here shooting aimlessly, not aiming and not shooting what they supposed to be hitting, whatever. Like, I'd rather my kid understand and know gun safety than to be out here on live and stuff playing with guns and not knowing that it's a loaded gun because they don't know the difference. You know, they think everything's a game. They think they on Fortnite and shit like that. Grand Theft Auto, whatever, drink. Whatever. But they think they playing video games all the damn time until they really get a weapon in their hand and don't don't know how to deal with with it. Yeah, I agree with you. So I don't think... There's a problem with the gun, you know, people teaching their kids. That's just just like people teaching their kids about life, like daily situations, things that can happen to prepare them versus letting their kid just out here being real green. Because my son, he could be green as hell. Sheesh, he can be green. <laughs> but it's still things that you know, if you talk to him about it, he'll be like, okay, okay, yeah. But then you have kids who just have no sense of any care in the world. And that's a lot of, you know, the kids suicides, playing TikTok and daggone challenges and kids doing dumb stuff. So, I think teaching your kids gun safety when they're at I want to say appropriate age, 8, 9, up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that they're able to deal with the kickback and different things that they teach you, but I don't see a problem with it. Go on, keep talking. I'm listening. Yeah. I said, I don't see a problem with it. I definitely don't see a problem with it because I think it's important for them to understand, like, 
it might be a situation where the father might not be around and um you it ain't even gotta be the father the anybody yeah kids boy girl it's not to be a sexist type thing yeah everybody should just know how to safely protect themselves that's just like if an intruder was to come in the house and the adults aren't in the area of where the house weapon is and the kid is you should be able to that kid should do. be able to know how to get it to protect the parents that may be in the area with the intruder or whatever, but yeah, like that situation with a dude in California was getting out of his car and um, he had set his alarm and was walking to walking down the walkway to his front door, and some intruders jumped the wall of his um, property. <laughs> And they approached him. He threw the coffee in dude's face, and he lit off his his concealment, you know. I mean, the one thing I saw that he did wrong was once you see that the intruders are gone, you're not supposed to chase chase them. Yeah, so, I mean, that's the only thing. Luckily, he's safe and sound and all that other good stuff, but. They wasn't expecting that. Yeah, we are living in a world now where, like, you got to be able to control law and order for yourself. And you got to be able to protect yourself because police arrive after the situation. And most times these type of crimes go unsolved. And if they don't go unsolved, they take forever to solve. Meanwhile, you sitting back because you wasn't prepared, grieving your loved ones when you could have put yourself in a position to, you know, protect your family. We've seen plenty of instances on social media where uh, intruders were trying to break into people's homes. And the person on the other end of that door let off on them, and that would that is what it is. I also don't want to be in a situation an intruder trying to get in my home, and I'm shooting my door up just get them away. And now I got to stick around and spend that money to get that damn door fixed, and intruder long gone. <laughs> so I don't want to be like that either. It's easy. It's easy. It is to, not easy. I guess you're right. It's better to, to, replace, to replace the, the door because you can't replace. You can't replace a life. Mm-hmm. You can't. Okay. And I mean, who's to say what this situation would have been if you would have opened? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. If you'd have just opened the door, because it could have <laughs> been you getting shot with ass. You know, cameras and things of that nature come in handy. You can see what's on the other side of the door before you get to it. To yeah. prepare yourself if you're in a situation to be able to prepare yourself. Yeah. So how do you feel about that Willie Moore Jr. situation based off of what you heard? Do you think do you, crazy. Do, do you think Willie Moore manipulated his his then wife or was he living a double life? He was li- it's given living a double life. Because he said he just Mr. Flat Out Keep it one honey. It's just we used to listen just, to that on uh, what is it? The Lord, yeah, I remember you used. To, I'm telling you, you used to listen to that shit religiously all the time. What happened? Why you stopped listening? Did he stop coming on the radio? Yeah, he yeah. went. To, it was he was blah, he was on a different station, series, something, whatever. But it wasn't on the radio. So I ain't hey, about to hold you. I always got the feeling the he was portraying to be but something. He for wasn't. the fact for him to say he just learned to love himself three months ago. And they were just like, okay, cool. I mean, people f- figure out different things over time, whatever. But for you to be with this chick from the same time you and your wife been together, and, and your she wife said telling that you that she didn't feel like she didn't feel that relationship appropriate. was appropriate. But she f- really never paid in no attention until outsiders were making her aware that the relationship was inappropriate. That's just we, the great. That's we, the same. We've been part. there before. Like when I first got with Sony, she didn't feel comfortable about a particular person. And and then I had to like tell her, like, Lord no. The adult in me would never touch that shit with a broomstick. The adult in you. Yeah. But then But that was then. I was a, I wasn't not still, mature. I wasn't I mature. Mean, I mean, but that was still the That question. happened in my teen years too. But that was 
That's the thing. I can see if nothing had ever happened, but it's yeah, just the thing that it mean. happened. Yeah, it was before me, but the situation happened. So it's just like some people just ask questions like, what's going on with this? Is this a situation that could be like a relapse? You know? it do, and, 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 and it do get worse, though, when I told you, and I'm speaking as her, that I th- I felt like this person wasn't an appropriate. I mean, wasn't appropriate for our relationship, and then you end up with this person. Yeah, shit seemed like a scene out of a fucking movie. I feel like we've seen this movie, before. but it's just like you never. How did we get married? Why did we get married? Yeah, why did we get mm-hmm. married? Exactly. The, the, uh, the assistant, the first one and the second one. Yeah, the yeah. assistant and all that. But I mean, look. you know how you feel like the person. The person. Twenty twenty three has been the year of the doozy of breakups and divorces, just and it's just of everything. Been, what? It's been like a lot of drama, and you would expected, you would have expected a lot of this to happen between two thousand nineteen. The pandemic, and, and you know, yeah, to find like it's like folks had a lot of build up animosity for one another. Folks have decided to no longer hold the peanut like the monkey did that Pastor was talking about and they decided to just open their hand, release and let go because jeez yeah. it's crazy. It, it just it, it, you can count that like these because now Kiki Palmer and the baby restraining the, on her against a dude that claimed to to care about her but you know, like, 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 even me, like early on with me and my wife, like we used to get into arguments where she could pick a bone and she'd push a button, and I wasn't, I wasn't raised. You know, I want to say this, like, I think growing up in a household with my grandmother and her husband, there were a lot of times where they spent a lot of time arguing about things, like. The one, the one, the one time that I dreaded was when it was time to file taxes, and then watch them go to the liquor store to cash that check, and them sit in that car after cashing that check, and them argue back and forth about what she deserved and what she should get, and I never wanted to be like that, you know, like where, like where you fighting over, just sitting there fighting over money, like just like literally, like. I, and I can understand to his. I didn't ask for. I didn't ask to have Michael here. So like, why am I? Why do I have to give more of my hard earned money to take care of someone I didn't ask for? And I mean, I understand that. But I also don't want to use my past trauma and my past situations for every situation I get into, just because that's the excuse I have in my back pocket. Like, that just don't make no sense to me. Like, growing up in a dysfunction don't mean I need to continue that dysfunction into my caring relationships. I know they say they say sometimes um, uh, your past traumas will be your today traumas or whatever the hell they say. But still, like, in my mind, that shit just does not make no sense for me to just sit there and be like, okay, my father wasn't shit. Me and my mom don't get along. My grandmother and grandfather, all they did was argue. Um, they didn't teach me what family really supposed to be like. Nick, no one ever told me how to be a husband or nobody ever told me how to be a father. But, okay, where's the responsibility of myself to go out and learn these things or try to figure it out? And I also got to understand that I can't go to people who don't know how to do that shit to try to figure that shit out. That shit just don't make sense. Like, so, like, a lot of this shit, when you hear people use excuses about, like, their past traumas, yeah, like, yeah, that's a problem. And, yeah, you should seek help if you need help. But also it's your responsibility to try to educate yourself and learn how to unlearn those past traumas. And, I mean, ain't no other way to look at it. So, for me, like, I always try to think about it. I've been in a lot of tough situations. I'm, and I can't even make this shit up. Like, I've been in a lot of tough situations, right? I tried living with my father for a year, and that became abusive. I lived with my grandmother and my grandfather, and all they did was argue. But I still had to be responsible for myself. And, I and like, I can't, I'm not about to make no excuses and say, okay, because I was in those situations, I should be a, I should be a dirtball. Or I, I should pretend to be something I'm not. Or I should put my hands on my wife. Or because I'm frustrated, like this and that. She ain't about to go for that. She a tourist just like me. She ain't about to pop off. She gonna pop right off on my ass. She gonna boop bop me. 
So, like, I miss me with the fact that I should feel bad for any dude who go out and mistreat their woman, make them believe that they one person, but behind the scenes they somebody else. Like, I, 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 I think I try so hard to, like, put her first, and she don't even realize it sometimes because she quick to throw that shit in my face. But I think I do it sometimes, and sometimes it, it, it pisses me off that I'm doing it. That I'm so serious. Like, why do you, like, why do you, Michael, why do you want to put her first when you should be putting yourself first? Because I, I can't help myself. <laughs> and then what the song said, you better put that woman first. You know, I can't help myself. But I honestly ain't had nobody to ever teach me how to be like this. So, like, I feel like happy wife, happy life. So I try my best to make her as happy as I possibly can, even when it bothers me. You know, so like it, it just ways to do things like and I think sometimes sometimes this generation and, and this generation of love or whatever you believe it to be. Y'all just they, they find the easy way out. Like they find ways to make excuses and shit. Like, for instance, with this Kiki shit, man, when she when she ain't had no baby, she wasn't going through all this. She was like Disney Channel sweetheart. Like she was in everything. She was in all the movies. She was doing all this. And now since she had this baby. It's just like I'm. She's always in the news. Everybody's in her business. Like let that li- let her live. And like I I get to this point now. Like 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 dude. Like when you put your hands on her, right? Or when you get angry, just think about how that affects your child, right? Like at the end of the day, like just think about it. I try to be mindful. Like when I'm when me and my wife are going through a disagreement, not to do it in front of the kids, because this generation it just can't. They not. Their mental capacity isn't built to handle some of the things that we necessarily had to handle when we were growing up. They just not. You just heard my wife say, like, my son is green. He has a green mentality. And that that may not make that might not mean he's gonna be soft for a lifetime. That's just how he's brain he's brought up. He's a caring child. Like he doesn't wanna disappoint nobody. He wants At to do all. this. But for us growing up, the fuck? I don't care who I disappoint. Like I had to tell him <laughs> earlier, like if he say something, tell him, nigga, I don't feel like talking to you. Like, it's just like he just don't want to disappoint people. And I understand that. But I'm a, if, if that's the last thing I'm going to do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I am gonna got to teach him how to disappoint people. Because you never want to get into a situation in your life where you're letting people walk over you. And it don't matter how old you are or who they are. You don't want to let people walk over you. Because if they feel they can do it, they can continue to do it. And it's going to cause you more problems long term than it will anyway. Because I remember my anxiety was so high in certain situations where I couldn't speak up for myself. I always felt things were wrong, and I never stopped the full second to speak up for myself. But in this age that I'm going in, ain't nobody about to say anything to me. Ain't nobody about to talk to me funny. Ain't nobody even about to treat my family funny. Because if you treat me wrong, you treat them wrong. And we squad up. So that's why I'm 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 a little disappointed I'm a little disappointed with Kiki's uh, baby daddy because like Slim you sit out there and I don't know if it, I, it seemed like a publicity stunt but if it wasn't you put all that energy out there now to get caught putting your hands on her and now she got to get a restraining order now that reflect that 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 affects your relationship with your child I'm gonna tell you something man over the last few years one of the most beautiful things man is raising kids it can be a pain in the ass sometimes. Get out. But I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes when you look on the other side and you see just the beautiful things that come out of raising your kids right and and, and, and raising your kids with love. Because I, I may be disrespectful, but them kids with my son, he yeah, not. Yeah, Alex is caring, but she won't say whatever. Yeah, she, she don't even care that she fat. She talk about other fat people. <laughs> my baby going to say whatever she wants out of my mouth. But she is a sweetheart. Yeah, that's why, and then it's also like why I, I like, like man, I like talking sometimes. Like when I when I get into my groove, it's like zoom. Like today, I think she mad that she don't get an opportunity to talk, and she ain't really had nothing to say. You got it, babe. But I tell you right, I'm sitting here turning her on right now. You in your bag right now? I'm gonna let you have it. Yeah. I can share it. I can share you can the share, room. You can, hold on. Oh, you share, share the love. The love. <laughs> that's, 
That's Alex's oh, thing. Better. Oh, We're good? We're yeah, good. Okay. So Del- Delta worker was mistreated, right? So let's listen to this. I'm going to try to play a little bit of it. Ooh. It says Delta plane worker mistreated mm-hmm. gospel singer. Yeah, that's what she wants. I'm your flight leader. I need you to follow my I'm, a, I'm your leader. flight leader. What are you guys thinking? I'm asking you, ma'am. I'm asking you guys. What do you guys okay. think? Okay. If you're not able to follow my instructions, yeah. you will not be taking this flight. Ah, okay. Right? So she's a gospel singer, right? She's a gospel singer. And prior to her getting on her flight, she found out she was nominated for two Grammys. Right? Okay. She was so happy. Mm-hmm. As she should. She started, to, she started to want to sing on that plane. Okay. None of the passengers said they had a problem with it, but the, the uh, what do you call those people that be on the plane? That the be flight attendant? Them. Yeah. The flight attendant had a problem with it. And it wasn't a regular old flight attendant. It was a flight attendant as a part of, you know what? Okay. Well, he, he he's and look, he blatantly made it personal when he said they may not have a problem with it, but I have a problem with it. Because he has a problem with it because he he's gay. Yeah, and he's violating he's causing a sin and she's singing gospel. I, I is would that hope not. what his his issue is? Because do he do that when them babies be crying? I may not have a problem with that baby crying. But I, they may not have a problem with that baby crying, but I got a problem with the baby crying. So they did reach out to me. So whoever called, um, I, I, I can't say thank you because I don't want this man to be reprimanded um, where he loses his job. I simply want us to keep in mind how to treat each other. And um, there was no rules being broken. Um, and it was just me spreading my joy with people after they gave me the go to do so. So I just hope that if he watches this, he's able to learn a valuable lesson on how to treat other people. But I just want to say you guys can stop reaching out to Delta. They have apologized and they are fans of Maverick City. So the best way you guys can support me (laughs) and my music is by just streaming my single, We Can't Forget Them. And so her name is Bobby Storm. Bobby Storm. I didn't know she sung with Maverick City. But also, that should teach people, man, if you're not feeling like working today, and I know you need to get that check, but you need to go on and take that personal. But my thing is, could it be because it was gospel? Like Maybe it but, wasn't because of gospel. Maybe he was having a bad day. And I feel like if he was having day? a ba- goddamn bad day, he should have saved that goddamn bad day for somebody else and stayed his little monkey ass home. Because he didn't have to spear that daggone, that energy on the plane. And it seemed like that lady just was in joy because she got nominated for a Grammy. Because she may not win. Right, but it's I heard the nomination. it is. It's, it's a nomination. Honor. No, it's an honor to be nominated for. That means that somebody is watching is you. Right, you had enough people that was in your corner for your name to be recognized. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> Goddamn idiots! So now man. you know Delta done fired them. Fired like hell. <laughs> she, hold on, Jezebel. people on the internet saying that um, the ex-NBA player who caught a fit about finding out um, about his wife um, OnlyFans OnlyFans that he was a part of it 
And once it got to a million dollars, they was going to come out and say it was fake. And he knew that she had an OnlyFans. Well, here's his response to you motherfuckers. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, Anybody can. Yeah, they can. People said when they saw this was, oh, this is a skit or a publicity stunt in order to get our OnlyFans popping. They're both in on it. And then once they make a million dollars, they'll like reveal that it's just a big joke. But I'm not getting that vibe right now. No, that's not that's that's not what happened. And that's not what's going on right now. I mean, it's a real issue. And um, the video hurt. But then also the fact that, you know, I had, the way I had to find out about the Only OnlyFans page, you know, that that's another thing on top of it that that hurts as well. So I wouldn't put my my business out in the streets. I wouldn't put nothing like this out in the streets unless it was, you know, he didn't put it out real in the official. And she was recording this. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 it's, it's hurt. This it's this doesn't make me believe that it was. He's not a part of the ploy. <laughs> he just lied. He didn't put it out in the streets. She was recording his response to finding out that she had an OnlyFans. He said, are you recording this? This nigga is with the shit. They are on it. Y'all keep on buying. The man need money. He's trying to save his marriage. Y'all she already it. said that. She the nigga lied, boo. The marriage. And you know what? Today, I don't know what to believe. Folks do anything for content. Anything for content, dude. Anything for content these days. I don't know what to believe. Trump has really started the fake news media. It was not this bad prior to him come uh, getting in office, where folks were just using the internet and manipulating the shit of our manipulating the shit out of our asses. We sit and we just look for y'all business and y'all give it to us. And then y'all put out two, three albums after that and t-shirts and all this other shit like Kiki did after dude came out and said what he said. Like the shit is weird. The, the shit is weird, but the love of money. The love of money. Get the, get the, get the, get the. Uh-uh, it's for the love of money. So what is that? What the, for get, the love get, of money. Get the, get the, get the. <laughs> I just feel like getting it. I just feel like doing that. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm on Never one today. Never be a part of bone thugs. You know, we're going the money. We're going the money. Good one. Yeah. Good one, boo. Ain't gonna you call you that. big bone. You did that. So let's talk about date night. Let's talk oh about date night. Ooh, let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about us, baby. <laughs> what right, is wrong with you? I'm going to set the same. Oh, my God. Friday come, right? I'm asking her. I'm like, babe, where we going? She's like, if, if, if I tell you where you're going, if we tell you where we're going, you driving. Um, in my mind, I'm like, whether I know where I'm going or not, I'm going to be driving anyway. But I ain't say that to her. So she come home. She's talking about taking a goddamn nap. <laughs> I say, how about that? How long is nap going to be? So she sat her along. At this time, it was 530. She sat that along for 730. I said for 730. So I'm like, where the fuck we going at this goddamn late? Don't you know we got bedtime? Lately, I've been getting tired around 8, 9 o'clock. So I'm like, should I take a nap? Or should I just stay up? The only reason I stayed up because I was just excited to be going out with my wife. I get excited to go out with her. She don't I even took her on a date. She took me on a date. And then she took me on a date for somebody we ain't even know. <laughs> no, so anyway, you got to finish setting the scene. Don't I'm do that. Scene. Don't do that. So we wake up, get our clothes on. First of all, she sends my child upstairs to tell me she's about to leave me. Because I rode over. Called he wasn't me. in the bed. Both of the phones so was in the bed next I to him. I text one of his phones and it went off in the bed. And I said, this raggly mofo. But I got up out the bed and said, okay, I'm going to text his other phone while I'm in the bathroom. When I realized... I texted his other phone. He didn't respond. So I told my son to tell his father, I'm about to leave him. He comes downstairs 
all to be all giddy looking and I'm like you were supposed to wake me up. Like you weren't supposed to let me sleep this late. This man goes to say, Did you sex my phone? <laughs> yeah, and it's in the bed. Both of them. Well, make it even worse. I ain't even had my watch on. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I, I left everything downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. But he up here. Bonding with my kids. That he'd already been with. All day. I said, and okay, we were still Cool. So we so, get we get I everything drove. together. Yeah, she did. So we get downtown, right? And I'm starting getting close to one of my favorite spots, right? <laughs> I'm like, man, where are we going? But I had already made up in my mind. It seemed like we was going to the comedy spot that I love dearly. So we, I found out we going to the comedy spot. Now I'm gonna set the scene. When this nigga try to save some money, this nigga try to park in the garage, right? <laughs> I'm like, when I try to save some money, this nigga, if she ain't paying regular fees, uh, we park it on the street. So you always drive. That was your choice. We, you always drive, and that be your choice. So look, when to I park noticed, on the street, when I know that she's going to this garage, I say, oh, you think you slick, nigga? You save some money. Long story short, once I realized we was going to a certain spot, I started doing my research. <laughs> I looked on the joint, right? I said, babe, how much you pay for them tickets? She, she said, $50. I said, girl, $50 a piece? I said, girl, you got that. You better get your money back. Because <laughs> I say online, it said these tickets were $22. <laughs> right? So I said $50-something so look, total. So she 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 tried to spend the money that she saved on pocket, right? <laughs> Parking garage was closed. Okay, and I still got a good parking spot. So we go up the street. I tell my wife, I don't know this lady. So we better sit in this car and make ourselves laugh. Because (laughs) this might be the last time we laugh. Swear to God. He doubted the whole situation. Whole goddamn show. Once he figured out. That we was going to be in the small room. And he figured out we she put us in the closet and she gonna sit there and, and we say, was on the stage man listen that made things worse I'm like trying to plan it by this time I am high as a kite we so, are on this literally the side of the stage our feet is on the stage so the I'm, mics are standing right here next to me they grab the mic put it on the stage so this lady while we standing in line she walks in right and I mean she ain't got no clothes on and I was like babe Look at this dumbass lady. She ain't feeling cold outside. She got this little ass goddamn dress on. I said, that's the comedian. And then my baby's like, that's the comedian. I'm like, <laughs> huh? But you see, she did, she not phased. She from Chicago. And it's cold as fuck she in Chicago. Shit. She tripping like The shit. show ended up being a great show. We had a nah, good time. No, don't try to pass by. How about you? Let's stop at the because... dude we offended. Let's stop at the dude we offended. Because mm-hmm. it took me... It took everything in me not to say nothing when they moved. I literally wanted to say, why y'all moving? <laughs> what I do? I swear to God, I had to sit there with like my voice in my pocket. Like you you don't even understand how comfortable I felt when they moved. Cause I felt like we was cool ass people. We didn't want to do this. I think he moved because his ugly ass wife. She was gonna get joned on. He didn't want to be that close. That's really why I think he moved with his monkey ass. He could have set up there and, and endured what we endured because the the, the comedian, what's her name? I, I, Corey her Bell. Her, her, listen, if you ever see a show with Corey Bell, I suggest you go see it. She's real as a motherfucker. She roars. She roars a motherfucker. <laughs> Long story short, we had an amazing time. We ain't never left the comedy the show that late. Like quitters. Listen, we. Here's the problem. <laughs> I seen her check us out. See, my wife, she was too naive what? to be looking at this shit. I watched this chick look at us twice, right, and she's trying to figure out what she can join on. I seen her. What did she have? Nothing. This was me, right? I'm sitting there thinking to myself, right? I'm like. You know, I'm high, so I'm very observant. I am looking. I'm like, God, please don't let her talk about me. Please, Lord. 
Because I don't want to talk about her. She is not the most beautiful thing. I might fuck her show up like that other dude across the way. I'm like, Lord, please. So I open my eyes, right? And she like, I'm like, oh, shit, she about to get her ass, right? <laughs> then this motherfucker, yeah, girl, dapping her up and shit. And I'm like, you inviting her eyes over her, oh, back over here for us to like, Get talked about. I'm talking about she dabbing her up. She's like, I knew you was a real one. I said, Oh no, she ain't a real one. She just a person that's here. She is not a real one. Don't let her invite us to you for you to talk about us. The fuck? It no. Good. It was. She was saying she got five kids, and we. I was like, Damn. <laughs> and so she like. Oh no! Nah. Don't make don't look like I'm the only one in here with four more kids. You could tell she was like, okay, the people with four more kids clap, and it was crickets. And she was like, oh, that means y'all got some trash, y'all y'all pussy trash. Nah, baby, that means some people are fixed. And she was like, yeah, oh, so you swallow, you no take it in the mouth. I was like, oh. Cause spitters are quitters, and she was like, "Yeah." Ain't nobody, ain't nobody, ain't nobody asked you to invite her over to us. I'm sitting there like, I'm like, I'm literally sitting to myself like, "Will you shut the fuck up, Sonya? Ain't nobody tell you to dap her ass up." And the more so, like, I'm like, "Why the fuck is you trying to prolong this show? It is almost twelve o'clock. I am tired. Like, let me, let's get the fuck out of here. Like, God." Damn, dog! I had never left that comedy show. I mean, that comedy, uh, that comedy place that late in my entire time going there. So to leave there after twelve o'clock, <laughs> I'm like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> we had a good time, though. Great time. After he talked all that trash, I talked all that shit. He big shit. We got but there thirty minutes early. How the Kiki really works. So my original plan. It didn't go right. I was mad. I thought her original plan for us I to go to Wale. Go see Wale. No, that it wasn't her original I... plan. What? Google. That was Google's original plan for me. And she the one didn't take the hint from Google. No, I went to purchase the tickets and the seats weren't there. I thought I purchased tickets all to get a link saying that it wasn't a ticket. And the people calling me because they got to reimburse me. And I'm like, what? It's not a seat. Okay. So what we do? Show sold out. The fuck? What? Okay. I knew that show was gonna sell out fast. Whatever. Cool. So I was like, we gonna go and have a good old time. I wanna go to the electric game box. But here it is. I talked to him and I'm like, babe, you ready for date night? You ready for me to take you out? He like, yeah. Long as we don't go nowhere and play no games. Yeah. It's been all this unnecessary crazy ass money. And I'm like, hmm. yep. No, no to that one. Okay, so look, look, she even, here's the funny thing is like earlier that day we were talking right and I was like boy long we 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 you ain't trying to go to game with me nope I'm not <laughs> if it's gonna cost go a lot game? I don't want to be there I'm like, Dang. Nope. okay next plan comedy show do, 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 do. bam let me buy it let me go but ahead I'm gonna tell get you these. something though we got to do that more often though because I really the did hilarious thing is for her to say that the show was sold out so did we did I buy the last two tickets. I don't know. <laughs> make sure you come with your A game though when you sit. That was not. Make, make make sure you come with make sure you come with your A game when you sitting close to the stage though, because they'll light your ass up. <laughs> Especially when you're in a small room that's built the size of a closet. Cause baby, that room was tiny as shit, but we and it was ghetto. And I felt like this day the you improv got your was too fast. It, too fast. <laughs> And I also feel like, I feel like that somebody else ordered that shit and then they left. And that's how I got it. Where they leave from? That quesadilla came entirely too fast. The other show? Whatever show? In the big hall? They was just putting people in there. Them people were already in there, babe. And I also felt like this day the improv was doing entirely too much. Like, I need to work on y'all staff and their delivery. Them motherfuckers was frustrated. They feel like they underpaid and overworked. That's the theme of this year. Anyway. two lines. I need y'all to clear this path. Oh, can y'all move out the way? <laughs> like, make that shit up, man. What? Make make that shit up, man. Yeah. You the one said, and, babe, I think and we should I go to comedy shows 
Even if we don't know who the people, even if they not, you know, big people that we be going to see, we should just go see random people. Okay, crazy. cool. Yeah, and when that, I bring that shit up, he was like, I just said that it sound nice. I ain't really mean it. Out of, all the, out of all the comedy shows me and my wife have been through, I think we only been to three people that we really didn't know. The Korean, the Korean dude, I mean, them Chinese dudes that day I took you for your birthday. Mm-hmm. We went to see Bodacious before we knew Bodacious was for our anniversary. Mm-hmm. And then this last one. When you took me to see TK, I didn't know who he was. You didn't know who TK was. I said we. <laughs> we you. are collective. If I know him, you know him. <laughs> Fuck you thought. Shit, speaking of TK, he's going to be here next week. And he owe me a favor. Uh. So if I can get him on the pod. Lord knows if TK, you listening, who raised you? <laughs> you gonna be here in time four days too. I think it's a four Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Ooh. Yeah, man. All, All right, right, y'all. We ain't got shit else. Thank you for listening to episode one twenty nine of the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like, rate, share, comment, listen. And thank you for listening to another episode of MTMJ Podcast with the wife. We out. Peace.